Good morning, everyone out there in Radio Land. This is Jane Cormier, or your host for WKXL Artful Living here at NewHampshireTalkRadio.com, WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. So we're grateful to have you with us today. I'll tell you that myself and our engineer and station manager, Jane Comier, are both fighting what everyone else in the state and maybe this country is fighting. Um, so we, we can sympathize with everybody out there that's feeling kind of punk today. But you know what? It's on with the show. So uh, here we are. And today was going to be a fun show. Time-wise, we wanted to make sure we got it into the queue because we know how fast the weeks pass. And today's show is all about Halloween. So tis the season, right? Here we are in the fall. Today is one of the most beautiful days. Yesterday was one of the most beautiful days I can have in recognition in October. Um, We came close to 80 if we didn't break 80. And I think today's going to be the same. So two beautiful days, uh, yesterday and today. And um, wanted to make sure that we covered Halloween 2023 here on Artful Living. We know that it's a special time, um, and it has a history, and it has probably as many activities for that one day or that one season as Christmas. You know, it didn't used to be that way when we were kids. The big thing about Halloween was trick-or-treat. Uh, we didn't have all these fairs and all these neat things that happen. Trick-or-treat was everything. And uh, now we don't. Now we have, you name it, and it, part of the fall season, and then we bring Halloween into it. Halloween, I understand, is on, second only to Christmas with far, far as buying things and, and doing things. So important time, artful living. We want to talk about things that make our life a little bit better. And, you know, I think there's some things in this season that absolutely are memorable and can make your life fun. So we're going to go there. Um, For those of you that might not know, I don't know how many people there are really educated about how Halloween came to be. Probably you know more than I do. I'm cheating because I'm using the internet. Uh, But Halloween's origins, they date all the way back to ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. And I Excuse me if I'm saying Samhain. that wrong. Samhain. Samhain? Mm-hmm. So the, the M is, is silent. Correct. There you it's go. Called Samhain. Samhain. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Pronounce Samhain. That was in the next sentence. There you go. Um, so it, the, the Celts, the, the Celtic people that lived 2,000 years ago, um, mostly in the area of Ireland, um, in the United Kingdom and northern France, they celebrated their new year on November 1st. So this day was marked as the end of summer. And the harvest was a huge deal, of course, because now they were going into the colder and the dark time of year. And it wasn't, back then especially, wasn't a great time. I mean, a lot of death, a lot of, you know, trials, and life was just much more difficult, of course, during that time. So this was a big deal, you know, that the new year was coming in, the harvest was huge, hopefully it was good and would sustain them through the cold winter. But the, the Celts believed that on the night before the new year, the boundary between the worlds of the living and the dead were blurred. And so on the night of October 31st, they celebrated Samhain. Is that right, Catherine? Samhain, yes. Samhain. Yes. They <laughs> celebrated Samhain and uh, believed that that day, you know, ghosts returned to the earth. So sometimes that caused trouble. They thought it damaged crops. Um, they They didn't. There was a lot of prediction for future that happened during this time, 
But, you know, in, in a time when the v- world was very volatile, prophecy and superstition, um, of course, you know, they drove an awful lot of the day-to-day world of people from that time. So uh, during that event, right, we had druids that would build huge bonfires, huge bonfires, and people gathered to burn crops and sacrifice to the deities. And um, they, they even wore costumes, typically sometimes animal heads or skins, and, and attempted to tell each other's fortune. Um, now, what does that mean? Well, now we have the Roman Empire, though, coming into power um, by 43 AD. Roman, the Roman Empire had conquered the majority of the Celtic territory. And uh, in the course of the 400 years that ruled, that they ruled, there were um, combinations, right, of celebrations. Uh, and let us not forget that probably the Catholic Church wasn't too thrilled about all of this deity celebration because it would deliberately um, go against, you know, what we believed as Jesus Christ and uh, his, his prophecy. And so on, uh, on what, I think it was 609, it says, yeah, 609 AD, we came up with All Saints Day, which was your, your day for the Catholic um, belief right, to pray for souls that have passed. So you can kind of see how it superimposed over it a little bit, kind of supplanted the old Celtic rites. Um, so in any case, through time, we we had sort of a merger. And before you know it, we now have a Halloween that pretty much everybody celebrates. There are some that feel Halloween because of its beginnings or um, religiously speaking, something that we should, you know, be aware of, uh, be cautious with. And I understand that. We respect all viewpoints. Uh, for my my belief, Halloween for my kids was always uh, a fun time for decorating and mixed with a lot of fall. I wasn't too much into the, um, what do you say, the grotesque stuff they sometimes can go on with Halloween. We didn't really partake in any of that. Um, but you know, it was a time that we all celebrated as a family and decorated and had fun with. And I, I think probably the majority of folks do do that. Um, just kind of fun, you know. And as long as you remember that it's just, um, especially for, for those of us that, that do have sort of a religious tinge to our life, right, a relig- religious tone to our life, um, it's certainly nothing that we're going to, what's the worship, right? It's just a fun time to... Welcome fall. Welcome fall with all the silliness that goes with that. So um, there are tons, and you all know this, tons of things happening. Um, Probably too many things, because I know myself that when I get overwhelmed, I tend to look at nothing, right? It's almost like when there's a plethora of material in front of us, we don't don't partake in it. How strange is that? I, I used to live in New York City. For three years, I lived there part-time, three, three, four days a week. And um, I used to be shocked at my relatives that lived in Flushing or Queens that did not see the sites that were in the city. And they lived like right outside the city. So to me, that was so bizarre, right? I mean, you live right there and you're not in. But see, again, it's the thing when you have it right in front of you, sometimes you overlook it because you just think, yeah, next time or, you know, I'm too busy right now, whatever. Right, so I thought maybe we would cull this inc- this incredible list, um, and you can get lists anywhere. I think New Hampshire, 
events pulls one up. Um, I put Halloween events and pulled up like three or four. So I'm going to go through multiple lists here to try to cull it for us. We'll start with um, things that are like mid-October, right? And aren't necessarily by itself Halloween, but fall, you know, kind of a fall thing too, uh, which of course, as closer you get to Halloween, the more they become um, ghost walks and, you know, haunted fright nights, etc. right? So have at it, pick and choose, we'll tell you where you can find these things. And perhaps uh, you can enjoy a little piece and, and have fun with some of this Halloween going on out there. Uh, we have the Demerit Farm in Lee, New Hampshire. And the Demerit Farm in Lee, New Hampshire is a, is a really popular venue for something that um, is called Haunted Overload, right? And I'm told from my expert sitting right here that um, this Haunted Overload is a really special place if you're into the Halloween haunted experience. It's, it's, we're starting with the gold, gold, uh, what do they call that? The gold what, cat? <laughs> the, the gold mine? The gold, yeah, the, the gold, gold. there's a, yeah, there's a word, something, I don't know. Something about gold. It's too early. Anyway, um, the Demerit Fa- Hill Farm in Lee is the, is the farm that um, promotes, you know, and supports this haunted overload. Their website is amazing. So you go to hauntedoverload.com. You pick up this really big site. I mean, the site looks almost like theatrical um, site. You know, it's like a theatrical site. And it tells you everything that you would want to know about it. So we won't go into, um, you know, all of the nitty gritty. But you can certainly find everything that you need. Oops, there's my music. All right, so what we're going to do is take a little break here. When we come back in the next segment, let's get into Haunted Overload, and we'll talk a little bit about that as well as other groups uh, offering events and continue our Halloween Havoc uh, Artful Living episode. WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. Hang on there because we will be right back. Welcome back to Art for Living. Jane Cormier, your host here on WKXL New Hampshire Talk Radio.com. And that's WKXL 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. If you are just joining us, you are in for a treat because today we are talking about all things Halloween, fall and Halloween. And we started with the gold standard here. That was the word, Catherine, gold standard. Um, and the gold standard for sort of the, um, you know, the attraction for Halloween here in New Hampshire is at the Demerit Hill Farm on Route 155 in Lee, New Hampshire, and they have Haunted Overload. Um, Catherine is going to talk a little bit about this because, Catherine, I think you're working with this group, correct? I am, um, and it's relatively new as well for me um, to be there actively working with their haunt crew. Um, But they build 
this entire haunted attraction 365 days a year. Like as soon as the month of October is done, they start building for next year. And they're still, you know, last minute getting some stuff together before they open tomorrow. Mm, They Um, open tomorrow. Yeah. So it's been really great to observe the owner. Um, His name's Eric Lothar. And um, he used to have Haunted Overload in a different state. And then he moved to New Hampshire and and put it on this farm. And what I, before I dive into what, it actually is, um, and the different levels of fear that they have there, and talk a little bit about it in general. Mm-hmm. They donate, they sell out every year, and they've won, they've t- twice now been voted one of the top 13 haunted attractions in the country. And in 2014, they won ABC's Great Halloween um, wow. Fright Flight. So, like, they're really, really big. Do you know, I have to say that reading the site, uh, everything that you're saying is impressive, but as a parent, I'll tell you, it's the second. It's the second paragraph that caught my eye. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, because I'm a parent, right? Focusing on quality, we are committed to giving the customer the ultimate Halloween experience at an affordable price. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, whoever thinks of to say that even today? Have you? Do you hear that in any of these events? Because I don't. Oh no, of course not. And they're very open as well. I mean, they they mention it on their about section as well that. You know, the nighttime haunt, while it's artistically done, can be very scary. Um, So parental discretion is advised for younger and sensitive children. But the thing that's really great about this is you do really miss a lot of the beautiful sets that they build and they spend a lot of time to build um, when you're going through and it's dark and, you know, you're getting scared. So they have different levels of fear. So they have one that's called the day haunt which is what they're opening with tomorrow. And uh, essentially what that is, is um, it's during the light of day. You can walk the entire haunted trail yourself and see all of the props and sets without any scares. That is so cool. And, yep. And um, you you can go at your own pace. So there's no, it's an actor-free event. Some of the actors that do specific haunts, they have mannequins of them. Uh-huh. So you'll still kind of get l- the little bit of the spook factor, wow. but no one's jumping at you. There's no creepy music. <laughs> um, but you really get to appreciate what the work that they put into it which is incredible and that's actually what I did for quite some time for about three years I was doing photography there during the day haunt taking pictures of their haunted mansion and different parts of the place and the owner saw my photos and was really impressed and asked me to come and be a part of the the haunt Uh crew that's so cool Um, so yeah he really he really enjoyed them so he's very open-minded about being collaborative and having people come on the off season and then there's also another aspect of it that's called friday um nightlight that allows patrons to come and experience all of the lighting and the sound effects, but with no scare actors. So you can go at night Mm -hmm. and have a scare-free evening and walk through it, and you still get the creepy sounds and the creepy lights, but no no scare actors. Okay, so are there actors but just not scare actors? There are no there are no scare actors, actors at okay. this. Yep, it's called Friday Night Light, so it's, that's a great time to bring your kids um, if you want to have the still the creepy okay. you know night but so, without scares. You know what? Let's let's make sure everybody understands here what creativity this is and what catering to the customer this is. This is far and above from from whatever I've seen. Um, a real acknowledgement that everybody's important and everybody can partake of it at their level. I mean, what better thing can you do than this? The day haunt for folks that would be just theatrically into seeing how these 
these uh, spaces were composed is awesome. I think that that is huge. I would love to do that just I, just yeah. to see. I think I think it's great to have it be balanced like that yeah. because I think a lot of people aren't into the creepy actors and being scared all the time. Of course, they still want to have the creepy aesthetic, but without being fearful. That's you know? right. Very good. And, and it's it's. I think that's just so. Um, I was going to say immersive, but I don't think that's the right word. I think that's just so um, important yeah. to have for your customers totally to have agree. all that experience, you know? Totally agree. And um, the other two events that they have is called the main event. And this is the one where you do have the lighting, full cast of actors, scares around every corner. Um, so for more of the adults yeah, is the main event. And then the other one they have is Blackout Night. And this is like for the horror enthusiasts that really like to be scared. <laughs> and you go in the pitch dark in the middle of the woods. There's no lighting. You hear sound effects, but you don't have any lighting. And you have to navigate your way through the trail, which is very clearly marked, by the okay. way. Um, and you get scared in the, in the black Do they night. touch you? No, they don't. They can't touch you. No, Nobody they, touches you. No, no. And that's that is a rule with any scare actor. They can get pretty close to you, but they do not touch you. Well, you know what? I I can't remember what it was, but I went to one when I had you guys. I think you guys were with me one time. We went to one and it wasn't scary, scary one, but it did have some. Hmm. And I remember one of the actors touched touched one of you guys. Oh, like they got real close and they touched. And I remember I walked right over and I said, don't touch. Yeah, no, that's not that's that's definitely against the rules. Yeah, Um, they can get very close to you. They Mm -hmm. can stand there really close, but they can't touch you with the props. They can't do anything like that. But actually, it's really interesting. So this year, Eric, he's really big into like the human psyche and fear. And that's why he creates certain structures as he does, because people that like that want to have that experience. They want to feel that. Mm-hmm. And he bought a low vibrational frequency box. It's like this giant piece of equipment that he put in three different spots, I think, in the haunt. And you can't hear it with the human ear, but it gives off such a low frequency that you can almost feel the ground shake a little bit. And it creep because of that high frequency, it enacts in the human body like a, f- a sense of fear a sense of something's about to happen. Because it senses it, yeah. It's an energy frequency that mm. he literally put in for just the the creepy nights with the actors to add that extra amount of wow. spookiness. That so is so cool. It is, but what's really great is they sell out every year and they don't keep any of the money. Nobody is paid to do this 365 days a year. It's all volunteer and they donate all of their money to the Demerit Hill Farm and to the Cochico Valley Humane Society. So all so nobody gets paid. Nobody gets paid. The actors don't get paid. Nope, nobody gets paid. Builders designers what? costumers makeup artists actors they all do this because they love eric and they love his community and what he does for the community so all the money goes to the Cochico valley humane society and to the demerit hill farm wow i yep. am amazed and what's great too is there's also donation boxes so you can donate more if you'd like but during the events during the whole month of october on the weekends he also has a whole vendor line while people are waiting in line of small businesses so they can sell their so items who as is well. this eric guy who yeah is- eric lothar he's he's amazing um Catherine, really, we have to get him an artful living i know we should Let, get him on eric, here eric is so funny he's he's like a kid in a candy shop with halloween Good. like when i was uh, i was there a couple of days ago i spent nine hours at haunted overload working in their area called Pumpkin Alley. And when you walk in, they have like 34 to 40 foot structure 
pumpkins that he created and and built. And um, throughout the whole pumpkin alley, they also have 300 pumpkins carved that need to be swapped out every week. Oh my so gosh. that's going to be my job this month, um, w- along with a lot of other people, is rehashing the new pumpkins. The farm will give us new pumpkins weekly so they don't rot out. Right. And then we'll recarve them every week. So every weekend, there'll be a fresh set of pumpkins, about 300 of them. Um, so I took them on um, a few days ago, and I was there for those eight hours, and I put away all those pumpkins, which are very heavy, by the way. Yeah, they are. You never really think like the pumpkins are really heavy, but they're very heavy. And I tied corn stalks um, to certain parts of the haunt as well. And it takes that much time. That's how much dedication this is. Gosh, I am. Mm -hmm. I am shocked that they don't. I mean, they must pay the expenses, Kat. Eric does, but it's it's donation. It's donation. Like even even for me, when I was working in a specific area of the haunt, he asked me for receipts to reimburse me. Like he donates everything, everything to this place. That is amazing. Yeah, yeah he's a really great man. Okay, we mm-hmm. have to get him an art for living. You got to work will. on that girl. I want to talk to him. <laughs> we'll get we'll him in the winter. One. We should get him in the winter because when it gets closer to the spooky season, it's, it's harder. It's yeah, because he's just at the haunt twenty four hours a day. Yeah, I'll yeah, bet it. Building. All righty, we're going to take a little break here on WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM, Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. We're talking all things Halloween, so stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Art for Living here. Jane Cormier, your host on WKXL, New Hampshire, talkradio.com. If you are just joining us, I am just um, having the greatest time here. We're talking about a Halloween event, which happens at Lee, in Lee, New Hampshire, called Haunted Overload. And um, Catherine, uh, our, you know, our station manager and the person that actually puts Artful Living together behind the scenes, uh, was talking about Haunted Overload as she is working with them this season and has been giving me information that I'm just blown away by that all the proceeds at Haunted Overload are donated to the Pope Memorial Humane Society. And I guess the uh, volunteer programming, does it say Howl for the Animals? Yep, Howl for the Animals. Unbelievable. I mean... What's even greater is, um, so they do do the haunt even if it's bad weather. Snow, sleet, rain, everybody donates their time and they do it. Mm. Um, And everything's very safe as well. They do have a fire inspection the week before just to make sure Sure. that, you know, everyone can be able to get through and there's enough space. So they always get approved by the fire station. Um, But they also have a stage manager who is incredible who handles just the scare actors. Wow. So um, his name is Tom Sadowski and um, he actually lives in Amesbury, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. And he's an incredible actor. He works in the, he's a clown actor, so he works in like the little clown area. But what he does is he sets up three or four different actor orientations for people that have been there before to just show them what's different. Or if you're new and you want to donate your time, 
They show you the different spots where the scare actors are, what to do in, in certain scenarios, because if people get scared, sometimes things can get strange. You're in the middle of the woods. You have to, you have to be aware of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. So um, he teaches all of those things during those actor orientations for safety. And then in the last orientation, he has everybody dress up in costume just to see if anything needs to be tweaked because they really do take it serious. Yeah. Um, you know, even detailed down to the costume. So um, Tom is awesome. Huge shout out to him. He was actually working with me to be a part of the haunt in the mansion that I take pictures of all the time but um I couldn't do it because of another haunt I'm with that we're going to talk about today yeah but uh yeah they're they're just all such great people worthy this is this is really worthy and don't forget if you're just joining us uh this haunted overload has different levels right it's very family friendly if you do the day haunt or even the Friday night yeah um very glow stick night too yeah, glow stick night, very cool, you know. So these are things that you could do as a family, but you won't have the the scary, gory stuff going on, you know. It's just like a walkthrough kind of thing. Yeah. Um, not as scary, but if you're really hardcore, there's the, you know, the main event and the, and the other stuff, the blackout night, um, which I guess only is one night, the blackout night, huh? Mm-hmm. They only do it on Halloween. They only do it on Halloween. Well, yep. Now the main event is the one they have about 13 nights of that, which good. is with the scare actors. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the day walk, fright nightlight, and then glow stick night are the ones for you to go. Oh, cool. And do the good thing. for him. Mm-hmm. He's doing his thing. He's making a, making a wonderful contribution. And the fact that everybody is contributing their, you know, their skill level and their art, um, I love that. Yeah, and, and I he, love that. he also has a picture of the a map of the entire location of a bird's eye view. And he actually created a whole backstory of I saw the entire, that. and it's a literal village that got some curse laid on it. And each location within the village has its own backstory of what happened to it. And that big haunted mansion that I take pictures of, I think it's called Aberdeen. Aberdeen Mansion mm-hmm. and that had its own story as well like this he's just a creative so creative so creative because he's just a big he loves Halloween yeah and you can see that in his work yeah absolutely all right so that's Haunted Overload and that's going to be in Lee and it's already starting t- it'll start tomorrow by the time this runs will be a week in mm-hmm. but uh, 13 nights you could take partake it's it's here for a while so don't miss it I think it's a great opportunity for the family for everybody Everybody at a different level. It's really good. Um, all right, Catherine, you had also mentioned that there was a haunt happening, I guess, in a new location. I don't. I think <laughs> that this is a brand new thing for Jean's Playhouse. Ish, yeah. So Jean's Playhouse is, is in Lincoln, and it's a straight shot up 93, easy to get there. Easy, easy. And they do some really good stuff. They have this great summer program of musical theater where they bring singers, young performers from all over the country together to produce their musicals. They have, you know, stuff like uh, comedians and concerts off season from the summer. And this is, I guess, the first time that um, we've had this Halloween idea. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So they, it actually opened for the first time last year. Um, they oh, did, they did yeah, it they last did, year. Yeah, they did. But it was very, um, it was more of like a tester. You oh, know, okay. they still they still did it. But um, yeah, so Ghost Light is essentially a haunted attraction within the theater. They hire somebody to make the entire inside um, of the playhouse mm-hmm. look abandoned. And uh, what they do is they bring small groups through a tour of the entire building and outside in the back. 
um, which have all you know been furnished by theatrical lighting sets, special effects, and scare actors to create a haunted house walkthrough experience. So um, it's it's a lot of fun, and the story that they have with it is awesome as well. I see that. So now if you go to jeansplayhouse.com slash backslash ghostlight, you're going to pull up all of the information, and they do have on there as well um, a backstory that you can read online. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does basically tell you also it's a haunted attraction which takes small groups through a tour of our entire building and even the backyard, which has been furnished with theatrical lighting sets, special effects, scary creatures to create a haunted house walkthrough experience, but with the touch of immersive theater magic. So um, they, they have, they tell us right there, they have everything. They have strobe lights, smoke, loud noises, uh, 40 to 45 minute tour, accommodates 14 guests at a time, and they start on a scheduled time. And uh, you want to arrive early once the tour starts. So all of the information is actually online there. So, Catherine, what are you doing for this show? So I am one of the scare actors in this. and um, You are a scare I, actor. I am, yes. Because um, that's all that, that the actors are, with the exception of the one tour guide. Um, so I'm still kind of working on my backstory a little bit with the director, but the costumer has been informed, and uh, we're getting to work on that soon. So they wow. also, very similar to Haunted Overload, Joel took a lot of inspiration from Haunted Overload when he went... Um, recently mm-hmm. and they also have something called the trick-or-treat light fright on the 29th of october from four to five where you know the environment is still creepy and such but oh. they have no jump scares and kids will just get to walk through nice. and they'll be greeted in each room with candy isn't that nice um, yeah so they have that experience as well but it is from what I've heard, because I didn't get to do it last year, I was in Jekyll and Hyde last year, which is why I couldn't. Um, but it they should is, have had Jekyll and Hyde at the I show. Know, <laughs> I know that would have been funny, but it does have traditional jump scares and things like that. So What's a jump scare? So a jump scare is like when you turn the corner and then you hear growling or someone jumps at you and screams, oh, or, okay. or they have, or you hear a chainsaw or something. So it's not like really that. a jump where you fall down or something. No, no, no. like a, a jump scare just means like they they do a, a, a quick effect yeah, that, a boo. that makes you feel yeah <laughs> the, the one that gets me are the chainsaws I don't like I don't like yeah, chainsaw I have sounds never, you know what when I was a kid all of those movies the chainsaw movies and I was a kid they, everybody loved those they you know my, my generation thought they were so cool I never went to see them I thought to, to me that wasn't so much horror as it was a just fully gore I don't I don't need gore <laughs> you know what I'm saying I mean how how much gore do we need to enjoy the process of quote being scared you know i don't like those chainsaw things um horror enthusiasts though they like it they I'm like the spooks weird <laughs> weird yeah i have to say the, the i remember i was a freshman i believe in college when halloween came out right and we had spook movies before halloween but we never had one like halloween okay which really was a new genre when it came out, it must have been around 78, I think. And I, I, that movie never left me. I was 18 years old. I was hardly a baby. I saw that movie and the fear that movie instilled in me for like weeks. I slept with my light on. I no kidding. 18 years old. That's how much that movie scared me. So yeah, you know what? You got to take this stuff carefully. Certainly nothing 
that's going to be in our show here for uh, <laughs> ghost light will be, you know, realistic like Halloween was, I'm sure. Very but, traditional haunted house is what it will be. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. So fun and spooky, but a safe trick-or-treat on the trick-or-treat light fright. Yes. And that's Sunday, September, uh, Sunday October 29th. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Sunday, October 29th. And that's four to five. Yeah. So it's not even at night. And very reasonably priced, you know. Price even on the other one, the uh, haunted overload. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm shocked at how cheap these things are. I know. <laughs> you know, they're seasonal. You would think that people would want to make as as much money on the event as they could because you can't run it more than you know past that season, right? That's true. But this is very reasonable. Mm-hmm. What you're seeing here. So you you won't tell us what you're doing, or you don't you know? I I cannot say yet. Okay. I cannot say. Okay. <laughs> we won't press it. Then. Yes, you'll have to come see. For okay. Okay, I will do that. I'm the mom. I got to go. But I don't like that stuff where they scare you. So I don't know. Maybe I'll do the We'll take it one. easy on you. Ah, okay, there it is. All right, we're going to take a little break here. WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM Concord, and 101.9 FM in Manchester. We are Artful Living. Jane Cormier, your host, and we will be right back. Hello there. Welcome back. Artful Living, Jane Cormier, your host on WKXL New Hampshire Talk Radio. And if you're just joining us, you need to go back onto New Hampshire Talk Radio when, when, this, when this episode is put online. And you want to hear the first three parts because it has been really informative and fun. We've been discussing Halloween events in and around our area, and we've gotten so much into it that we've really only discussed two. But I learned so much, and a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed talking about this stuff, Catherine. Um, so just to reiterate, Haunted Overload is already happening, and that is in Lee, New Hampshire, at the Demerit Hill Farm on Route 155. You can go to their site, hauntedoverload.com, and get tickets, and you better do it because they sell out very quickly. This is a really wonderful, um, big-scale fright attraction, right? And all levels of fear for the kids. They make it so that it's not scary, right down to the, you know, like you said, the chainsaw folks that want it as scary as they can get it. So that's Haunted Overload. Uh, Last segment, we were talking about um, something I think that probably is a little lighter in tone, but it begins October 20th through the 29th. Two weekends only, so you must get your tickets. And uh, there's tours all through the day. Uh, it's Jean's Playhouse Ghost Light, and you could find that jeansplayhouse.com, Ghost Light. And on the on the set tell, on the uh, site, it tells you all the stuff, uh, even the little backstory that they're doing. And they also have family friendly trick or treat light fright on Sunday, October 29th, four to five. So all of these things are very reasonably priced. No one can really complain about anything that this is costing in either show. Uh, Catherine Martinez will also be participating in Ghostlight, but she won't share what she's doing. So we'll have to get the word afterward. Right, Kat? Yep, the suspense. Yes, the suspense. I think you'll you'll appreciate it, though. You're, you're going to roll your eyes when I tell you off the air. Oh, We've got to keep sh- it a surprise for others. I'll bet I know what it is. <laughs> It's very typecast. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's fine. So um, I'm going to now, we're going to jump ahead here. We're going to try to go to 
um, other stuff happening. Let's see if we can't find stuff that's happening. One that I think is really pretty cool. And if your family or you have an all interest in doing this, I think that the historic Portsmouth Legends and Ghost Walk on Halloween night is pretty cool. And it's 6.30 to 7.45, short event. It starts at North Church in Portsmouth. And uh, this this Halloween-themed tour is a combination of trick-or-treating with people in costume, and uh, you get to do these special tours when you're on there. So it's kind of a historic trick-or-treat for families, easy and fun, um, probably minimal scares, but that's okay. Uh, it's, It's, I'm sure, one event, that should be on my bucket list. I should do that. Historic Portsmouth Legends and Ghost Walk. Pretty easy. Uh, no muss, no fuss. Now, at the same time, at Strawberry Bank, at the, music- at the uh, museum, Strawberry Bank Museum in Portsmouth, they have on October 26th, Ghosts on the Bank. So, again, it's a trick-or-treat, safely outdoors kind of event where they put all kinds of lights up around Strawberry Bank outside, jack-o'-lanterns lighting the way in Portsmouth's oldest waterfront neighborhood. And you may meet a wayward pirate, a mysterious fortune teller. You will listen to ghostly tales, play a game, construct a giant spider web. And also they have fun shopping at Pickwick's at the bank. Pickwick's is great. So this is another great Ghosts on the Bank is family friendly, designed to be spooky, but not scary. Six dollars, you know, cost uh, if you're a member is six dollars. I guess that adults that aren't members are 12. But how can you beat that? I mean, you know, that's pretty easy. Pretty easy and pretty fun. We have one at the Spotlight Room at the Palace Theater. Um, oopsie, wrong one, sorry. I'm doing the wrong one here. We have a kids' Halloween howl fun run. Here we go. Um, the wrong button here. And this is in Cent- Bicentennial Square right here in Concord. So this howl fun run is Friday, October 27th, right here in Concord. And it's a free event, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you just It brings awareness to the Fellowship Housing Opportunities Mission. And it has... Um, a little run that starts at five o'clock and they have prizes and I'm sure it's just a very fun event for kids to participate in um, short marathon kind of thing and all kinds of treats I'm sure are going to be available as well for the kids. So that's free, um, easy peasy to do. The annual corn maze and Halloween party is at Beach Hill Farm in Hopkinton. And Hopkinton, such a beautiful part of our state. Um, Just drove through Hopkinton last weekend. It's just a beautiful community. Uh, But you're going to mark your calendars for the annual corn maze and Halloween party. And this is a dog-friendly event. You can bring your dogs. It's it's 10 to 2 in the morning, uh, October 22nd at the farm, Beach Hill Farm. And they have all kinds of fun stuff going on there. it's just a fall event that doesn't have the, you know, the scare, the fear scare thing. But you walk through these corn mazes and um, two hours before they open to the public, participants have access to all parts of the farm, including a one-mile nature walk and two corn mazes. You can visit the animals, shop for mums, pumpkins, 
and you can even visit the ice cream barn. So you and your dog will compete in the costume contest. You'll win some cold, hard cash. They have three prizes. And um, there's all kinds of fun stuff happening here with the, with the dogs, all kinds of animal, um, animal awards. It's uh, canine fitness, agility. They even have adoptable dogs. Um, really cool. And so this is something you should really take care of. This is, go see this. It's going to be fun. 10 to 12. That is going to be on, they don't have the date on the front here. Here we go. October 22nd, Hopkinton, New Hampshire, Beach Hill Farm. And their rain date is a week out. So if it rains that day, they're going to try to do it on the 29th. And again, you can you can go to golden goldendognh.com to find this info. Goldendognh.com. So that's going to be fun, fun and different. We're trying to line up stuff that might be a little bit off, you know, the beaten path. Um, Halloween party. Litherman's Limited Brewery in Concord, New Hampshire, since we're in Concord, all things Concord, right, uh, has a event, a Halloween party that's happening. And um, there's costumes, there's all kinds of craft, craft beers and... Sadly, I don't see the time here. That's not a good thing. Let's go back. Where is October 28th? Saturday, October 28th, 5 to 8 o'clock. And it's at Litherman's Limited Brewery, which is at 126 Hall Street, right here in Concord. And they'll have all kinds of fun things to go in and try for the uh, fall. And for those of us that like beer, that's always fun. So that's something that's easy. Um, ooh, this one looks kind of fun. This is fun. Let's do this one. Halloween at the Kittery Market. Kittery, Maine. A little bit off the beaten track, um, but looks like it's going to be a fun, a fun time. So, they're going to kick off Halloween, and... You know what? This uh, this pop-up doesn't give me any info. How come? October 29th, 2 to 4, Shapely Road, Kittery, uh, Maine. They're going to have just a Halloween party at the Kittery Market. So free, of course. Just go in and have some fun if you're in Kittery, Maine. Of course, there's always Spooky World. Um, we know Spooky World in New England, right? Spooky where Spooky World Nightmare New England. Um kind of I guess, Catherine, like the uh, haunted overload. Um yes, yes. Spooky World probably Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I would assume very I think haunted similar. overload is better. <laughs> but that's yeah. just I'm a little biased. Well, that's okay. I mean, um I will say that pricing is quite you know, different. I think pricing at Haunted Overload is much better. So, um, but yeah, that is happening on Litchfield. And Litchfield, and they begin on the 6th. And uh, the tickets are only valid for the day and the time that you're selected. And there's no refunds, they tell us. But I suppose that once you go to Nightmare New England, you know what you're getting, right? Um, probably the same kind of scare stuff that you're looking at. I'm trying to get into the tickets. That's funny. It's not easy here. Try again. 
So the tickets to get into Spooky World for a general admission is $50, and the VIP is $75, uh, as opposed to Haunted Overload, (laughs) which... Definitely yeah. beats that by a long shot. So. A, well, we do, and, and it's crazy. Is you know we're also giving all the money away for donations, right? So, right. You know we don't feel the need to charge an arm and a leg because we know that people are going to come out. So yeah, we might as well be fair and then have a bunch of people come out and still make a ton of money. Let's face it. I mean, today it's tough for a lot of people. It's tough for a lot of us that are trying to make ends meet. So haunted overload. I think it has my vote. Good for them. And uh, Catherine, Ghostlight, good luck for you. Um, when you have your gig over at Ghostlight, you'll have to let us know how it goes. I will. All righty. That's another segment, Artful Living. Jane Cormier, your host. We thank you for joining us. And thank you to Good Life Programs and Activities for being our sponsor for Artful Living. Good Life Activities offer low-cost or free exercise classes, and you can visit them at goodlifenh.org. All righty, we have done our duty. Everybody have a great day out there, and we'll see you next time.